0: On the tee, Jack Nicholas.
1: This is the minute the millions around the world have waited for.
2: We will allow you to enjoy all of this. They are dancing in the pubs of Dublin. Harrington with an ace. And we have a shining star
3: at sunset continues his run to
1: greatness. The return to glory. Now guys, welcome to the very first live Bogeyman show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this might also be the last live Bogeyman show. <laughs> yes. The amount of work that has gone into this. Please welcome on to stage to preview round 2 and the rest of the weekend of the PGA Championship. The 2019 One World, Award- World Champion From Roganstown, Keen Arthurs. Keen, come on up. And from the plugged lie, Mark Fox. Keen, as Mark is making his way up here. Have you been since we uh since we last spoke since we last played that round ro- ro- that last round around Roganstown? That's really tough to
0: say. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of hours. Um, yeah, no, all's good. Uh, golf's been good. I had a good, decent year on the Edgar Circuit last year, so um, been plugging away and working hard. The handicap has not fallen. Anything has actually gone back up. But it's uh, I've been, I've game is getting a little bit stronger still. I'm, I'm hitting some good shots. So, um, everything's been. Everything
1: is good. Yeah. So for anyone that doesn't know, you obviously won the 2019 World Championships. Um, you went on and you played again a few events in Germany in 2021. Um, you got another win under your belt. And then after we after we played our game, you went off and got a, a slew of, of good results. Can you just let people know what you've been what you've been up to?
0: Yeah, I've been playing on the Ega circuit. Started with it kind of 2020 was when I got into it. Um. So yeah, as you said, um, last year was was kind of I only got two in in twenty twenty, but last year was a good one. I was, um, obviously I won in Germany. I was second in Italy, um, top ten in the European Championships, top ten, uh, top ten in France as well. I was fourth in France actually as well. So we had a, a string of good events, and yeah, just trying to push for for some of the G40 tour events which is kind of the top 20 players in the world so I would like to be up there with kind of playing alongside Brendan Lawler and, and the likes of them guys so it's uh, it's the way
1: we're pushing towards at the moment but it's been it's going in the right direction it's That's going cool. in the right direction so with the um with the G40 um obviously the Irish Open are hosting an event that week as well is that something on your horizon that you're um, aiming towards Probably not this
0: year. I've, I've. I think I'm gonna. Even if I, have got Italy actually again next month or next week. I'm flying out on Tuesday. So, barring a, if I if I get a win over there, it could get me inside the top twenty and it could be an invite there. But it's probably a little bit late now in the day for for getting invites to that. So I can look at towards next year and hopefully trying to push myself into that top twenty and yeah, hopefully getting a uh, getting a few calls to them events next year.
1: So would today have been a good practice round for Italy? Now, how, how'd was, you get on? I
0: think, uh, well, no, me and my dad had a decent score. Now, I didn't have too many three pointers on the card myself, but I, a lot of, lot of steady two pointers. But uh, he chipped in with a couple of threes. We had forty-two in the end, which I thought was a uh, decent enough going, but obviously not when you. <laughs> <laughs> here, eight um, eight points shy. <laughs> yeah, but uh, now listen, I really enjoyed it. As you said, it was uh, it was tough for four holes. Four or five holes, but um, once but once the weather broke, uh, it was it was a it was a great day, and I just thank the both of you for uh for getting it organised and uh, having it again. It was it was super. Oh.
3: You were on a you were on a sponsor team as well. Car store were really good to give us the team. Tell us actually in relation because we were out in Dubai earlier in the year and we were at the tour championship, and obviously the two tours run concurrently at that level. So literally in the morning. The EGA team, the EGA circuit is happening while in the afternoon Colin Murakawa is winning the DP World Tour Championship. How much of an incentive then does that give to really kind of? put the bit between the teeth and say, listen, there's there's a lot in this for me now.
0: Yeah, well, that's that's obviously, like, to, just to be on the same playing field, playing the same team, same playing field at the same time mm. and meeting these guys is, uh, yeah, it's something that i disabled, able-bodied. It doesn't matter what you are. You want to be... It's everyone's dream, really, as a golfer to, to, to be there. So, it's yeah, it's, some, it's something that I... Obviously, it's a it's, it's goal. It's the incentive, and it does drive. It's what gives you that drive. You know, there's sometimes... You're not feeling the best and, and, and the golf's not being great. But things like that are in the back of my head, always want, making me want to, want to be there and want to do that and succeed, because that's, that's why I want my name there. I want to be that person. I want to be playing in them.
3: What, what's needed from your side to get to that? Like, what's in your game that is really, really strong, that sets you apart? Um, Drives on a mile. Well, I saw that because he hit pitch. <laughs> With a little ba- baby draw yeah. repeatedly. Unbelievable driver draw. <laughs> and what besides from your baby draw What else? What's needed at that level to to get to um
0: to tour level? I, I think in my locker I have everything that's needed. It's consistency. It's hitting the shot after shot. It's having that putting the same swing on the club the whole and hitting the ball the same the whole time. Whereas it's I've. Especially in there, I've struggled for a couple of holes with the wind, and mm. just grabs the club when you're swinging with the one hand. It's just it's stuff that you've got to really just knuckle down and 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 work at. When the conditions are tough and times are tough, you have just got to drive trail and and find something that will will work for you at that time. So, yeah, it's just it, I know I have every shot that there is to have. I just need to consistently get them going. But yeah, I probably probably. Putting a, hitting a, hitting more greens, hitting more greens is, is mm. what I would miss. But I get up and down a a good bit as well, so it's not it wouldn't be too much a turn, but make more birdies, that's that's what I need to do, really. Cormac's
3: <laughs> just shaking his head. That's the secret there. <laughs> birdies.
0: Yeah, make more birdies.
1: Mark <laughs> Mark, how'd you get on today, many birdies? Uh no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Cheers. Good good chat. Yeah. <laughs> I think we bogeyed the first, and then we cracked open a can
4: because we knew it just wasn't going to go our way. So <laughs>
1: okay, so it was that that kind of day, was it?
4: Yeah, kind of. It was up and down. I was playing with my brother today, so
1: he uh, he hit a few bomb drives, but oh, we'll get to that. Don't worry, get we'll get to that. to that. Um, so you're on this mission at the moment to to break 80. It was today a bit of a write-off? <laughs>
4: Yeah, straight away, (laughs) off the bat um, Yeah, so I've never broken 80 before and it eats me up inside every time and I've tried going out the night before I've tried not going out the night before I've tried everything, but (laughs) it's it's a shambles (laughs) Um, My putting isn't good, my driving's not good I, like, I'm, I'm sounds lost.
3: Like, sounds like there's a lot of progress there. Yeah, well, so I'm gonna break eighty soon. So, yeah, <laughs> it's when you least expect it, it's gonna happen. Um, in terms of, but your expertise more lie in backing who is going to win <laughs> and who is gonna break eighty. Yeah, you're, um,
1: you're the man that we look to for the tips that we <laughs> end up. Yeah. we then ignore fair and up. get wrong and publish out to everyone. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I delete the score. I delete the betting card if it doesn't come true, so nobody okay. can ever tell. So going into this week, obviously we know Rory um kind of caught fire after or during round one at the hmm. PJ in Southern Hills. Before the the event started, who are you back and who were you looking at and then how has that changed after round one?
4: Yeah, so before the before the event I was really looking at Scotty Scheffler. It's such an easy pick, but like four wins and six starts. And I said coming into the Masters, everybody was arguing that like he would just lose, he would just lose his form like it's only, it's not going to be forever. But he came into the Masters he won the Arnold Palmer he won the, then he won the WGC match play which was like seven rounds and then he comes into the Masters and just shoots lights out and I just thought, he said Southern Hills is his favourite course and I thought the stars were just aligned for Scottie Sheffield this week. Now I know he's outside the top 50 at the moment but there's just no weakness in his game. Um, In terms of other players I was looking at I really thought Jordan Spieth would co- complete the Grand Slam. I thought he'd get it done this week. He's obviously a Texas man. He lives just and this is just in t- Tulsa, outside Texas, and he has the around the green game to approach or to around the green game to compete this week. His irons have been sensational since the beginning of the year. He's turned that around, and I thought he'd be. I thought he'd have a really good chance. One other player would be Kevin Na. Which was my big outsider for the week. I think he was like a hundred to one or hundred and twenty-five to one. He's just um he's a really good scrambler. I'm not sure why. I think he's like inside the top twenty in strokes gained scrambling or strokes gain around the green this year. His iron plays have been re, re his iron plays been really, really good this year. And distance is really a prerequisite to succeed at Southern Hills. So he's last time I checked he was like top
1: ten on the leaderboard. I'm not sure why he is now, so okay. Too busy making bogeys out there. So <laughs> <laughs> And um Jordan Speeth, have we kind of got over his pre-shot routine and the fact that it terrifies no. us? It's still shocking to watch. Just I just everybody anxiety like, Like it
4: just gets to there. I'm just like, how is this man winning? Like he finished second last week, he finished he won the RBC oh, Heritage. Shit. And but like he just looks like he's going through such difficulty when he's approaching the shot and he's doing this stupid <coughs> swing. And then he goes out and he wins and he finishes runner up and he's um, yeah, like, but Jordan's the man. He's like my favorite
1: golf friend tour, so I can never take him down. It's kind of like the Rory situation where you you're backing him, and it's an emotional ride where you'd be playing unbelievable. He hits some stupid shot, and you're just riding. You live and die by every shot he hits.
4: Yeah, no, hundred percent. I think this week is going to be huge for Rory. Like in 2014, he won a major win after he. So obviously, Rory Rory's problem has been that he like his round ones have been shocking. They've been like seventy six, seventy seven every single time. For, I think his last eight majors. They've all been over, like, 73 uh, strokes in round one. And then he comes in this week. And in 2014, he won a major when he led after 18 holes. In 2011, he won um, after holding the 18-hole lead in the US Open. And obviously, this, this week, he's holding the, the 18-hole lead. He's just... He has all the ability there. It's just sometimes it's between his head. Like, we saw him in Dubai, and we saw him in Abu Dhabi. He had a chance to come down the back nine on Sunday. And he kind of, He didn't blow it, but, like... I, in Dubai, like he hit that tree wood into the water. Um so he just he just needs to compete on the back nine. There and was
3: yeah, there was well there was someone who told me, and I won't <laughs> tell who it was that he <laughs> but was cameras. <laughs> he was speaking <laughs> to someone <laughs> and said that he is playing more freely than he Michael Bannon has said he's playing more freely than he's ever seen him, and that was plainly evident yesterday though, in fairness.
4: 100 percent And I think the big thing for Rory as well is like like I mentioned, distance isn't a prerequisite to succeed this week. So he doesn't he doesn't feel the need to go out and hammer driver three hundred and twenty yards or three hundred and thirty yards. He can kind of just play to those creeks that have been um, reinstated in the course by Gil Hans. So there's no there's no need for him just to open up the shoulders and put himself into trouble. Just find some fairways and his iron play and his he's like fourteenth in strokes gained around the green this year, which nobody ever recognizes. So he has like the short game, and he has. It's just his approach play has been a little poorer this year than
1: other years potentially. So then, after round one, how have your picks changed? Have they changed at all? Or for anyone who's looking <laughs> for even just a solid bet, each way bet. Well, who are you looking at?
4: Yeah, I'll just um. I'll acknowledge just like I thought. Cameron Smith was awesome yesterday. He came out in the front nine. He made a double bogey. He made a bogey. And then he ended up finishing, like, he shoots, like, three under total. And he's in T7 after round one. He obviously got the preferred... So, AM, PM was... So, Thursday morning, Friday evening was preferred weather time based on... Or, preferred tee times based on the weather. He gets to T7 after a double bogey and a bogey on the front line. So, I thought that was really impressive. The person I was looking at this morning was actually Patrick Reed, who's currently... Last time I checked, I think he was, like, T14. He was four shots off the lead. And he was ranked like 14th in strokes gained approach. Uh, yesterday in round one, he he's an unbelievable uh, scrambler around the greens. He has the record at Augusta National, and he was 80 to one. So he's four shots off the lead, and he's won a major before. And he just has the game. Like Patrick Reed's problem this year has been that he's been bad off the tee, really bad off the tee, and he's just improved so much. Uh, not improved so much, but it's just not required here. So he has the iron play the short game, and if the port gets rolling, four shots back and 80 to one. I think it's a pretty good shot.
1: You agree with that, Keon? Mm. No, yeah, I can mm. see your face. You do no, straight away. Okay. Not a chance. Mm.
0: That's, I'm, I'm, I'm not giving you my picks, anyway. I'm not giving anything away. <laughs> Keep your money in your pocket. <laughs> I okay. No, yeah, uh, no. I, you can't really look too far past McIlroy at the moment, as you said. He's looking free. He's lo- he's looking like he's enjoying it again, and he's playing playing some solid shots. Justin Thomas as well. He was kind of up there. Uh, he's always there, thereabouts. So. Out of the two. Out of the two in my book anyway at the start, so.
4: Yeah, no, 100%. I do think McElroy is definitely the, the man to beat right now. Like, he, he just, he has everything in the bag. He's, he is swinging so freely. He does looks like there's no problem in the world with him. And, and so he is definitely the man to beat. I was just, Patrick Reed as an outsider, yeah. 80 to 1 was a pretty good value. And JT, like you mentioned. Like the, the, the craziest thing ever is the fact that JT has only one major win. Like, and that was four that was five years ago in 2017 he JT is like a top 5 player in the world top 3 player in the world and he's won major win he hasn't won since the 2021 uh players championship which was 14 months ago JT just he, and he's striking the ball unbelievably well this week, or this year he's like 7 in stroke gain approach he's really really good with his irons driver can be a little bit loose at times uh, but like he just needs to go and win and john ram did that a few weeks ago he at the Mexico Open, like he just went and it was a really weak field, and he just went and won. He just went and won the Mexico Open. A fair place to him, which is what you want from JT. You just want him to go win an event, and then maybe the floodgates open. Yeah.
3: yeah. What is it? Give us your one, two, three. I'm gonna put you on the spot there. Oh Jesus. Yeah. Um, I think. Now that you mentioned everybody in the field. <laughs> <beginning laughs> <part. laughs> <laughs> I've just given my synopsis. So uh, those, uh, those eighty go, uh, we'll, people will all
4: do pretty well. We'll, we'll, pin, you, <laughs>
3: we'll pin you to one. to go on. Give no,
4: it I three. think my i think my one two three is I think I genuinely do think will really get it done. I think he's over that first round wall where he, and people won't agree with me and but like he's over that first round wall and his round two to four has always been a lot better. I think he actually gets it done this week and he has everything that's required number two um I don't wanna to say j. t because I think I think Cameron Smith will come back strong, he's two or three shots off the lead he's he obviously, he's never finished, in his last six tries at PJ Championship, he hasn't finished inside top 25, but this year he's just playing light out golf. I think he finished his second. second. Um, I want to think of an outsider as third. You hey, can't go. shane oh. shane Lowry You have to. Stay
1: patriotic with him. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> All right. That's the he's currently tied for 29th at one over. It doesn't
0: matter. <laughs> He's coming. <laughs> he's got okay. there.
1: I love the optimism. <laughs> it's ignore like Nora Seamus Power, just because he's, he's currently one on. Well, if you want to go top three, then that's my top three. Okay. Rory Seamus. Fair play. Don't make your bets. No, uh, don't, don't. Ian, listen. you're dead right. Keep don't, your money in your pocket yeah. if you're taking those tips.
3: Great stuff. Guys, thank you so much. No problem. It great to have yeah, you. Dean nice Arches Mark Fox. <laughs> uh, another chat. and. Looking forward to. Uh, we are lucky enough to have European Tour professional Cormac Sharvin with us. World Tour. Well, but. DP World Tour. Yeah, you get to get, that's what it is now. And retired Dublin footballer, current podcaster as well. So a man who can empathise with the travails of sitting in front of a mic. Uh, we don't uh, have Stephen of yeah. Ireland though. So. <laughs> <We have laughs> Paddy Andrews. So come, come on up, the lads. Up.
5: tipster golf tipster
3: <laughs> Cormac I was going to start with you and because we figured that you actually traveled from further you can but, play this game yeah well you can play this game <laughs> yeah. but I realized actually that you live closer to here than, than Paddy does so we'll probably start with Paddy um, look, it,
1: Cormac we'll start with you but we actually don't want Paddy we'll start <laughs> yeah. with you
3: but look Guys, thank you both for coming. Paddy, it's always good to get any member of a Dublin football team out of Dublin for anything competitive. <laughs> um, and thanks for coming all the way down to, to my Valley. How did you get on today? We were out there. We had a good old, good old laugh.
2: We were flying until we were back as bollocks from Carry and Una for the last two or three <laughs> hours. But, uh, <laughs> no, it was, I think look, we were all in the same boat. The first three or four holes, we were thinking this is ropey enough. Uh, I, I apologise to anyone who my umbrella hit. <laughs> It blew away on the 4th, and I think it's over yeah, it in... A uh, yeah, it's a blue <laughs> by, yeah. I think it's in Westport now. I think it's <laughs> on the West Coast by this stage, So I was going to run after it, but I, I didn't have the heart for it. So it was a ropey enough start, but uh, it was lovely, obviously. The course was top class. We, we some good shots, some not-so-good shots, yeah. and some catastrophic shots. So a standard day out on the have course. You,
3: have you fallen into this retired footballer, professional athlete? I don't know, It's a, like it's a whole of golf that this is what it is now for you right? <laughs> going forward like i'm just wedded to the
2: game
1: um yeah, have you gone down the jim gavin route for just just playing golf all the time no
2: no no jim yeah he needs something anyway to keep him going but uh no i i enjoyed it. i started playing properly about three or four years ago i was just coming to the end of my football career and yeah, you don't really have time when you're when you're you're playing you're kind of anytime you're not training the last thing you're doing was going out walking around for four four or five hours. So, started playing three or four years ago, a member out and love it. Yeah, it's great. I'm absolutely terrible at it, but uh, but enjoy the the crack of the, the day out with it. So, uh, plan to get out a lot more over the summer. Please, God, yeah. Does it,
1: like, fill that
2: competitive void for you? God, no. No? We didn't even keep score today.
3: Okay, very <laughs> yeah. good. Yeah, we didn't yeah. Yeah. a card It was time card. we
2: were really bad, so we weren't going to put a card in anyway. But, no, I wouldn't be competitive with it at all. I like couldn't... Would have had a lot of that when I it, when it was playing and golf was like a, a break from it. So I think it's a, it's a good way, to, particularly when you're really bad at it. <laughs> it's, a, it's a nice way to relax. Um, So definitely not playing for the competitive edge. I don't miss that at all.
1: You don't miss the competitive like no.
2: sport whatsoever, no? None whatsoever. No, definitely not. <laughs> no rush back. Definitely, definitely not, no. So there's the exclusive. Paddy Andrews is not going back to double football. <laughs> 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 they don't need me as bad as bad as they were over the f- oh, as, bad, <laughs> as, as bad as bad that's they were. Debatable. I think they're all right. Uh, no, I was I, I had a good run. For 13 years I played. I was saying to to Dave, um, and you know when you're you know when you're finished, like, and anyone who's who's kind of played sport at that level would probably be testament to that. Uh, you can't do the things you used to be able to do, and it can be frustrating and mentally it can be quite hard, like, um, but you start getting frustrated with yourself and it starts to become a chore. And I always said this, that it's a, it's an amazing privilege to play sport at, at a high level, something you've played since you were a kid. And for me, it was Gaelic football with Dublin. That was a dream and, and the success we had. So it was never a chore all the time you put into it. And, and it does kind of take over your life. Um, but as you come to the end, it started becoming a bit of a pain. Sure, And that's no good for anyone. It's, it, it's no good for the team. It's no good for you as well. So you kind of do know you're 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 finished. And for me, I was was happy enough to get out the door yeah go and play some golf <laughs> <laughs> that, that's
1: funny I guess for, for for average folk who don't play sport at an elite level yeah. who would let's say they stop playing football at whatever age or hockey or rugby at whatever age and they get into golf to find that competitive edge or that competitive rush what do you get from golf
2: if if not that the exact opposite <laughs> it's, it's uh, your way to relax relaxing yeah no like even today coming out having a good chat a bit of crack Um like I say, so, some good shots. Um, I enjoy it, enjoy watching it, enjoy days out about it. So it's funny, like, like say I say, I had that part. If I was competitive with golf, it would frustrate the shit out of me because I'm sure <laughs> we all understand that it can be a pretty frustrating game. Um, but I'm at a level where I know I'm crap. So <laughs> uh, if I five put, I don't mind. <laughs> yeah. So Cormac, as a man who plays
5: golf at the competitive
1: level, how have the last few weeks been for you?
5: Um to be honest, this year has been a bit of a struggle. Um, I've kind of struggled a lot to, to kind of bring what I have into tournament. Um, yeah, just kind of struggling with, like, struggling to free it up and things. And the most frustrating thing has been that I've been playing really nicely in practice and I feel my game's really good and I kind of got to, I kind of obviously had a little bad run of form and then I'm probably trying to, thinking about it too much, getting ahead of myself and um i've just struggled to free it up um luckily i've a good team around me i have a lot of people who i can talk to and I've been, it's something i've been trying to work through um and i feel like the past few weeks have have been a big step in the right direction in, in trying to work through the hard times i mean everyone here probably understands that you're going to go through in anyone's life i mean as a Gaelic footballer as a golfer you're going to go through those hard times and i think um if you can if you can get the out, out the other end of it, I think it'll be really character building and, and should stand me in good stead in the future. Um but as I said, I think the last few weeks have been a big step for me being able to just talk to people and, and get people's advice on it, people who've maybe been there before, who've been in the same situation and, and just trying to, trying to trying to get things back together and back to being decormic and not trying to be someone else, I guess. Talk to us about so we see a lot of golf. We would have seen Belgium last
3: week on the TV. Not what it's like being a professional golfer, but you get home from that tournament. Like, what? What is the day to day of being a professional player? Like, what does that entail? Who you? Who do you work with? Who do you? You You mentioned a few people you talk to. Mm. Like, how do you bounce back from say a week where you're not happy? But there's plenty of tournaments to come because I suppose it's it's a world alien to us, bar what we see on a 50 inch screen out there to be honest we only see the end product yeah like you had a couple of hours in carton today and you were playing with michael bannon the other evening like what
5: what's the workload like is it in in terms of the nine to five Um, normal job it's i don't really see it as that i'm i'm not someone i'm quite a relaxed person um which i haven't been recently and that's probably to my to my detriment actually um yeah, I, it, it totally depends on, on the day, what the weather's doing, whether if I get up in the morning, it's really bad, I might focus more on my putting or my pitching, Or, um. but I generally just try, right now I'm just trying to get on the golf course and play, and I try not to spend too much time on the range, I'm just trying to play golf and get back to playing golf, that's how I learned to play golf, that's how I improved, um, I don't feel like I'm someone, if I go and put lots of reps in on a range, it doesn't really work for me. I'd more of, I'd rather go on a golf course and hit five drivers off the first and hit three or four approach shots and just play with a bit more context. Cause I feel like if I don't play with enough context, I can all of a sudden go from feeling like I'm hitting really good on a range and I get into some sort of context and it's I start to maybe get a little bit anxious or um, start to, maybe see the trouble, whereas in a range, you don't see the trouble. So I feel like for me, most of my practice, 90% of my practice should be on go- on the golf course in order for me to, to just have a bit of context and see shots and visualize shots. And I think that's, that's huge for me. Paddy,
3: then put that into context coming from a team who is just expected to win and has won and what the pressures are then, from that perspective, as a player within that environment?
2: Yeah, I suppose the further down the road we went and the more success we had, the more comfortable we were with it. I, I think the first thing, and even listened to, to Cormac, it's getting over that first hur- hurdle nearly gives you confidence in, in yourself because when you haven't done it, you can quest. You can get in your own way, in a way, and we, we would have been like that. I feel we would have been favourites going into games, but maybe just before Jim had taken over where... We might have been favourites, but we, we hadn't actually beaten any of the big teams. We'd won a couple of Leinsters, but we hadn't beaten Kerry. We hadn't won in All-Ireland. So you might tell yourself you're ready and you're really confident, but when you're in the heat of battle, you don't know until, until you're there. And we hadn't been through that before. So that first step, and I always said it with, with Dublin, the the key to, to our success was winning in 2011, the first All-Ireland for that team, because that kind of justifies it. it Kind of shows, okay. All the the sacrifices I've made, we've paid the price. It works, mm. and now there's a weight off your shoulders. You can relax and listen to it. It's, we, we were so similar. So many players like second guessing yourself, and like it, that's bad in Gaelic football. I imagine it's 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 really bad in golf because you have that time. Whereas Gaelic football, it, it's more full on. But once we broke the broke the door and had success, that just kind of freed up everything. And then we could kind of play with confidence and things like that. So with Jim, we were we were very structured. We were pretty detailed in, in how we operated and, and things like that. But we we always felt we would win. I think that kind of showed out, out in the pitch. And that, the more success we had, the more confident we became. And that impacts your opponents as well. That There's doubts in their mind. Whereas we knew just total clarity. If we do these things, we'll be all right here. So that success just... Bread more and more confidence, and that's that was a massive thing for us, yeah. So, Cormac,
3: if we <coughs> like you take that part and you go and maybe where you were in 2011, yeah, and yeah, when you beat carrying God over the hurdle. And Cormac, what if you take that to their 2011 has been Seamus Powers 2021 mm-hmm. in that regard? Like, does that make it seem closer to you or nearly further away?
5: No, I, I personally i feel like it's i'm really close to playing the best golf of my life it's just a case of being able to express myself on the golf course and that's something that i said i've struggled to do but it's not like i haven't done it before i mean i i had a chance to win the Irish Open in the hench in the final round in 2019 which is 3 years ago i'm obviously more experienced now um obviously as as paddy said like there's obviously doubts come into your mind and things and things like this but I ultimately know that I have the game to be a successful professional golfer. Um, And it's just a case of, as I said, just being able to free it up a bit more and being a bit more relaxed. Um, Just being able to bring what I have into, into tournament play, which I know I have in the past. Um, and I just think it's a case of just me getting over that little hurdle, and I feel like once I get over that little hurdle, I'll be off. Um, and as I said, I think feel like recently when you're working through these things, it's not it's not easy, but I feel like it's very it's character building as well. You, you I mean, I think everyone needs to go through periods of, of like this in their life, and I think that when you get through this, you'll it'll stand you in good stead when you do get into a Sunday with a chance to win. You go, listen, I've been. I've seen the other side. Like I'm here now. I I understand what hard work it takes to get to get to here. So, um, hopefully that can hold me in good stead whenever that that chance comes around. I think the question on everyone's
3: mind is probably Do you think you would have had fifty points in my valley, <laughs> in the Bogeyman <laughs> Classic today if we were in a team and would mm. would we have taken home the fabulous prizes that <laughs> were on <laughs> offer today? I think is the main question. <laughs>
5: Maybe, well. maybe. I don't know. <laughs> say, say no. Probably. <laughs> say no. I'm saving it for next week when <laughs> it's more important. <laughs> <laughs> Just. Are you
1: saying this isn't? the, but the world ranking points on <laughs> offer today exactly. are huge.
5: It's only, it's only a couple. <laughs> <iPhone's>, <laughs> it's only a couple of million over there, Cormac. It's all right. I could only win like a bottle of whiskey, and that's not going to do me any good. for Well,
3: week. look, it might be good on a Sunday <laughs> evening if things don't go great. So look, it might, it might, it might, might soothe the soul. <laughs> soothe
1: the soul. So what what are the next few weeks looking like for you in terms of the events? Irish Opens obviously coming up back in uh, Mount Juliet. You were low Irishman after round three there last year. Um, yeah. Talk us through the next few weeks. Few um, weeks first of all.
5: Yeah, so I'm I'm playing Dutch Open next week at Bernadus Golf, which is a great golf course and for about an hour from Amsterdam. I, um, I'm actually really looking forward to it. I feel like it's a course that. That kind of suits suits my game I, I played there last year and really enjoyed the course studies are brilliant and then I'm playing the Porsche European Open which is around Green Eagle the week after and um, which is just an absolute brute of a golf course just really long and which which again I know if I can play well I can I can do well there um, and then there's I'm playing the Swedish mix tournament which is in Helmstadt which I think you said you're go, you're gonna yep. be there really really nice golf course kind of more old style golf course. I think that's a good thing a, a good thing about golf is like I'm probably gonna play the next three weeks and all three courses are super different super different challenges there's obviously certain things might suit certain parts of your game um, but yeah I, I that's that's kind of my next three weeks and and then I think it's US open the week after so unless I do something crazy in these next few few events there is a qualifying series but if I, I probably need a maybe a top three finish. Um, which is always possible in the next couple of events. So um, that'll probably be a week off for me. And I think I think it, it kind of runs into Germany, then. Germany, Germany, Munich Irish. Open, and then uh, Irish Open, obviously, which will be nice to go back to Mount Juliet. I felt like I played quite nicely there last year and kind of had a bad finish on Sunday, but I feel like it's a course that I could uh, again compete on. Yeah, well, you lit it up on the Saturday, for sure, anyway. You were one of the lower rounds. Yeah, Saturday? I think I had a good Friday. I think I should have five under on Friday. Oh, yeah, five. Friday. Yeah, i made a nice score on Friday. And maybe three under on Saturday, yeah. Just the five and three. Just, yeah. Just <laughs> morale, <aren't you?
3: laughs> relatable. Uh, yeah, yeah, relatable, yeah. relatable. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Very relatable, Not relatable in any way at all. Uh, Paddy, what's... Uh, you've got a big old... Roadshow coming as well. So we'll we'll cross we'll Can't be cross promoting the different yeah. ones. You so scratch my back. So now yeah, exactly. So you're now on the podcast trail. Yeah, yes. A so year off on a road
2: We're on the road, road yes show, so, right? so we're we're down to Castle Bar in Thursday week, um down there. So so we it's our second year of of the podcast and it's gone pretty well, which which has been great, uh, with off the ball. So we're going to do a series of road shows. The Championship's obviously kicking into gear. The Provincial Finals are all next weekend, so Ulster, Munster, Leinster and Connacht Finals are on the Saturday and Sunday. So It's peak season, so if we can't sell tickets at this point, there's no hope for us. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we're in we'll be in Killarney, and then we'll be a couple of shows in Dublin as well, coming up to the All-Ireland Final, which we'll see who's in that. But uh, it should be a good summer of football, all right?
1: Very good, I think... We might leave it there, but we have one last question for each of you, given the weekend that it is. And after listening to, to Mark list off <laughs> half of the field. I, I can't pick.
2: I know. There's too many. There's too many.
1: <laughs> I know. Well, like out of the 80 that Mark listed off there, anyone that you like? Uh,
2: Rory's winning. Oh, yeah, okay, Rory, <laughs> solid, yeah. I don't think Rory will win, though, but it's uh, Justin Thomas on site. There you go. Cormac?
5: Cormac? I, th- I think Rory gets it done. Really? I just know from... I think, uh, from what I've heard, he's in a great headspace from the work he's been doing with Bob Bertella. and I think he, he'll be hard to beat. Obviously, I think the weather's probably going to play a huge part in how he does this afternoon, but yeah, I think he'll, I think he'll be hard to beat. I mean, obviously, he's got... Obviously, people are saying he's such a bad first-round player, but now he's shot a good first round, but he's still... Obviously, I think today is a big hurdle for him as well, and I think if he can get over it today, I think he'll be be the one to beat. He's just—he just looks like he's playing with so much confidence, driver everywhere, um, just taking on the golf course the way I guess he did, he did, he did in the past, and I, I think he'll be be the one to beat.
1: We could all very easily get <coughs> carried away with the Roy McIlroy chat. Who the, would would you back on Dave? Uh
3: he's hard, He's he's tough to back, yeah. isn't he? <laughs> he? He is. Burns like we, times. we were talking. Stephen like, Cormack. <laughs> we're talking like we're saying it's like tissue. Like, yeah. <laughs> JT is tough to back, like at the odds that they are. It's not necessarily oh, yeah. because of who I'm they not, are. I'm not allowed to bet. You're not allowed to bet. <laughs> so um, I, I, think, I think actually Shane, to be honest. If, if there's an Irish winner, it's Shane. Ooh.
1: Yeah, I think there's been a lot oh. of... <laughs> I do
3: yeah. I think it's Shane. So we'll go, we'll go with that. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's, he's 200. Eh, he's cruising along nicely in a place that he'll... He thrives in places that are windy and long and hard. So. It's not won over. Yeah, well, like Rory may come back to him, but that's where we go. All right, I, lads,
1: I think that's it that's for us. today's show. Thank you all for coming today. Thank you for enjoying the round of golf. Thank you, gentlemen, for joining us in the show, and we'll see you all soon. On the tee, Jack Nicklaus. This is the minute the millions around the world have waited for.
2: We will allow you to enjoy all of this. they are dancing in the pubs of dublin harrington with an ace and we have a shining star at sunset Rory continues his run to greatness the return to glory